I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'd like to couple up with this girl because she's sweet, funny, and an amazing podcast host. The girl I'd like to couple up with is Emma. Oh, thanks, mate. That was a lovely speech. It's okay. <laughs> Welcome to episode five of Vice Does Love Island. I'm Lauren O'Neill, staff writer at Vice.com. And I'm Emma Garland, features editor at Vice.com. Vice Does Love Island will be the best and most loyal source of unofficial, non-ITV-affiliated Love Island chat for the duration of season five. We'll be here every Tuesday and Friday to dissect every sexual innuendo Mora makes, which means that this podcast is now five hours long. <laughs> Would you like to sleep in my bed? <laughs> Does she turn you on like I do? Look, before we get ahead of ourselves, <laughs> Lauren, I think it's time for a, a raunchy recap. I think so too. So Thanks for, thanks for keeping me in check. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to throw a bucket of cold water on you every now and again. Getting out of hand. So, what's happened this week? Right. Lots. A lot. So, Danny and Yuande kissed as Amber and Michael looked on. We've got quite a cute four-person friendship thing going on, haven't they? It's yeah. quite sweet. Yeah, I like, I like what they've got going on. It's mm. very wholesome. It's very wholesome. So then the Tommy, Molly, Mora love triangle rattled on with various indignities by all parties, <laughs> by which I mean Molly shouting a lot, Mora doing unspeakable things to an iced treat, and Tommy getting an erection under a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Amy keeps spreading rumours uh, that Lucy isn't her friend anymore like she's in year one the girls in quotation marks confronted Lucy who cried and said she doesn't like girls which fair enough astonishing <laughs> um, then there was a recoupling which put Anton with Alma Michael with Amber Danny with Yuande Joe with Lucy Curtis with Amy and finally Tommy with Molly this left Anna and Maura single, but rather than let two of the best cast members go the producers sent them on dates with new boys Tom and Jordan Anna and Jordan seem to get along, and Tom is interested in Maura and Elma. <laughs> then the coupled-up islanders had to do that thing where they had to vote for the least compatible couples on phones, <laughs> very insidiously. <laughs> no one knows who voted for each other. Anton and Elma were... Well, everyone voted for them. Mm. <laughs> that was not Ant- Anton and Elma. <laughs> then second to them, Lucy and Joe got the most votes, and all of them are now up for public vote, so viewers can save one person from each couple. Yes, indeed. This is so much stuff. How does it make you feel? It makes me feel like I'm having an emotional breakdown, which hopefully is the title of the next segment of the podcast. (laughs) First of all, I think we need to talk about Sharif. Yeah. Because it 
came to pass over the weekend that the reason that he was kicked out of the villa wasn't actually for wanking or having a fight as I knew it wouldn't be wanking (laughs) (laughs) that's what was previously assumed but actually he was apparently play fighting with Molly May kicked her in the groin accidentally she was fine unharmed but he referred to it quite crassly as a cunt punt. Yeah. And that choice of language is why he was kicked out. Yeah. Not because of the action itself. I imagine, like, if they were just play fighting, she was fine with it and nothing bad happened. And, you know, he said sorry or whatever, then yeah. it would have just been completely fine. I'm sure he did also say sorry. But, yeah, since he got out and that's been revealed, he's been doing quite a lot of, like, TV appearances. He was on Victoria Derbyshire yeah. talking about Love Island and how black contestants are treated in general mm. and raised the issue, which was also a thing last year, about contestants of colour getting less screen time, yeah. which was really big issue with Samira it last was year. Last year, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the background on that is Samira was the only black woman on the show last mm. year, in terms of the original cast at least, and she coupled up with this guy called Frankie quite late on, and they had quite a lot going on with their relationship in the villa that just didn't get shown. Like they went to the hideaway and everything, yeah. and they didn't show it on TV. So Sharif definitely has a point, and I think that the show denied what he was saying in the strongest possible terms in a statement to Victoria Derbyshire. But I think he does have a point. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can even see it in the first maybe few episodes of this series where, like, Yuande's just not in it at all. Yes, yes. And obviously, like, a part of that is that they do choose to focus on, like, the most dramatic plot lines, but equally, like how are you really supposed to know what's going on with all the islanders if they're not all on screen all the time? Totally. Like, and there, we, we know we talked about it earlier in the podcast, you know, in some of the first episodes where we were talking about how we would rather see the fun stuff that's going yeah. on behind the scenes rather than the same two people having a chat about where their heads are at, like, for the fourth time in one episode. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, Yuande, for example, was really involved in all that, like, fun yeah. stuff. Like, I don't think it's unsurprising that they didn't show the punt on television, no, like, necessarily. No, no, no. They don't have to do that, but obviously, Love Island is a mainstream reality TV show, and ITV2, I don't really expect it to take any, like, progressive stances on use of language and gendered use of language, like, because of everything else that's I mean, wrong with the show. Yeah, they can't even put, like, a person over a size 12 in yeah. the villa. Like, I don't think they're gonna, yeah, unfortunately. I don't, I don't think they're gonna take a party line on whether it's acceptable to to use that word as an adjective or a noun. (laughs) But yeah, I just think that they did him a bit dirty by not addressing it on the show and just doing him out. I agree. People have been going on on Twitter about him wanking for a week. Like, (laughs) it's horrible. To be fair, he gave like a statement to the sun and he did address that and he laughed while he said, I didn't masturbate in the film. Yeah, I mean, that's (laughs) funny. So he sort of took it in good stead. But even so, I just think it rings a bit to me of arbitrary line drawing. Yeah. Because if you actually think about it and you think about the context and the intention, like an angry girl screaming at me calling me an ugly cunt is way worse than a guy using it flippantly because he accidentally kicked me. Yeah. I just think the context is completely different. I think, to be fair... It depends if it really upset Molly, for example. Yeah, like, totally. And I suppose because we won't ever see it and we didn't mm. see it, we won't know. I do agree with you, like, completely. I just think that, like, maybe it was actually quite horrible for her or something. And sure. That's... I just think people always shit the bed when a guy uses that oh, word totally. anatomically. It was a poor choice of words. But he, it was obviously just like at the end, yeah. Though, ultimately, it, yeah. like if they're gonna go as far as to kick someone off the show and not reprimand them on the show, then they at least deserve to like hear both sides of the story. Because also, like Molly can't even say anything because she's in the villa. Yeah. So like, it's really difficult for people to figure out their feelings about it because it's a really one-sided story yeah. and like. 
various different ways. The show definitely has form for not addressing its issues on screen. It's something that I think is really bad, actually. So, for example, the thing that I'm thinking of is last year, really early on, Adam was doing a very, very clear example of gaslighting to Rosie, who was the Welsh lawyer, and he was essentially just like lying to her. It was so bad and so clear-cut that women's charities released statements on this thing. This, This happened. And he was obviously told by the producers to apologise to her, essentially. Yeah. But it was framed as though he had done it out of the goodness of his own heart, which I really don't believe was true. No. <laughs> he should have been told on screen, on camera, that this wasn't acceptable. I think that, yeah, the show, it needs to acknowledge that it does have these, like, real-world consequences. It's a huge deal. This is a show that millions and millions of people watch, has a massive youth reach, especially. The other drama of the week is that Misguided have been selling a £1 bikini and obviously the general statement seems to be like it's still a fast fashion brand but at least others are like at least pretending to care about sustainability whereas I mean, this just Yeah, so <laughs> very the, the Love Island context is that loads of ex-islanders have been sort of flogging this bikini yeah. and also Misguided obviously have adverts in the Love Island show during the ad breaks. Obviously, this show of a huge youth reach, as I've said. Sustainability issues are really important to young people. Yeah. Um, and I think it's kind of a bit... Uh, those two things don't really go hand in hand anymore. Like, young people want to see kindness, the environment and stuff like that. And, you know, we don't want to see a one-pound bikini that you're going to throw away next year. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's also probably like you wear it once and it's going to fall apart exactly. anyway. It's obviously trash yeah. and they're just taking a loss on it because they know that people are going to go to the site and buy loads of other stuff. Yeah, but right. it's just very, like... Oh, it really it's, made me feel it's, very it's, dystopian It's about really it. horrible. We know ourselves, though, the reporting we do on Vice. That's, like, the main stuff we do that grabs that audience. So it's yeah. kind of a bit of a strange push and pull thing where yeah. I don't think that that's actually going to do well for Misguided in the end. Yeah. I want Greta Thunberg to come out and just say Love Island is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Beef Love Island, yeah, please. <laughs> Okay, now we can get to stuff that's actually happening on the show. One of my main things that I'm interested in is this thing about girl code. (laughs) Because these people, I would like to stress, have known each other for two weeks. It's been two weeks. Lucy's getting shit for not being friends with the girls. Maybe she doesn't want to be. That's fine. Maybe she doesn't get on with them because fundamentally they're all people. Yeah. And like sometimes you don't get on with other people. It doesn't matter if they're a girl. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And also just the way that the girls especially are about other girls taking their man. And again, you've known these dudes for less than two weeks and no one has any loyalty to anyone. And in the real world, this wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. And I know that obviously they're thrown together in like a stressful situation, but my God, it's really <laughs> like quite a lot. And Amy saying, oh, you know, we're not friends anymore. Like, what are you talking about? You had like a few conversations over like three, four days. Yeah. Like, that does not a friendship make. No. And I think that it's really quite bizarre to see how this show like turns people's brains into like, jelly, <laughs> basically. Yeah. I do think that a lot of Amy's fretting over their degrading friendship and how that can't possibly be to do with her own terrible personality and has to be because Lucy's a misogynist. Yeah. Uh, has actually sort of ended up fueling Joe's paranoia exactly. about it. Because he wasn't really that bothered yeah. beforehand. And I think the situation with her, like, 
doing the hot sauce competition with Tommy, I mean, a clear sign that they're all going mad. They're um, just they're just pals though, aren't they? It's fine. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if what her like situation is, but Lucy definitely seems like someone who grew up with four brothers yeah, and just needs to like, like how she is like dashing beans at Amy like at the food <laughs> fight. Yeah. You know, this is someone who is used to like rough and tumble or whatever. Yeah, and I think that Amy's just obviously like quite prim. Yeah. And proper and like, you know, not into it and got a bit <laughs> upset or whatever, which, you know, fine. But yeah. there's also just no need to make this into such a big deal, like the main storyline <laughs> of your life. Yeah. If it had been left, Joe and Lucy would have had a conversation about it or whatever and it would have been fine. But yeah. instead it became this big drama. That's still going on. Yeah. You know, and I'm glad that Maura's come in because Maura's also someone who says that, you know, she's been friends with dudes and, you know, had close male friends and how maybe her and Lucy are bonding over that a bit mm. and she does have so it's not like oh Lucy hates girls it's just like Lucy's not girly and she's not into maybe chatting about because realistically I don't know what it is that they must spend their time talking about Yeah, but maybe it's not like <laughs> surfing or going to the beach or whatever I doubt yeah. it's that because yeah. <laughs> Lucy even said the other day like they're all city girls like, I'm not like this and you know she doesn't feel like she's got that much common with them which is completely understandable yeah. whereas like maybe her and Maura have a bit more common ground yeah. on that topic <laughs> Maura <laughs> I actually haven't been on the podcast since Maura came into the villa and boy do I have some opinions <laughs> um, I love her yeah. firstly yeah. she is my queen and I would go to war for her I'm a pacifist but for her <laughs> anything she has the most chaotic energy I've ever seen in a person. Yeah. Mora is horny without a cause. Yeah. She just doesn't know. She's just really horny, doesn't really know what to do with it. So instead, she's been <laughs> slithering up on everyone. Yeah, I love it. And she's like, she's like a snake, a gorgeous snake. I really like her just because, probably not necessarily because I think she's like super nice or anything like that. She's just so entertaining. Yeah. She really spiced things up. She did. And I, I think she'll continue to do so as well. So she had a date with new boy, new boys, Tom and yes. Jordan, last night alongside Anna. Anna and Jordan seem to get along mm. quite well. Yeah, yeah. He's a big man. Yeah, she was doing that thing that women do when they're flirting, which is they tilt their head down, their chin yeah. to their chest about 10 degrees yeah. more and start going, Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> you love to see it. Yeah, you do love to see it. Fair play to her. <laughs> I'm happy for Anna because as much as she was sad about Sharif going, it's nice to see that someone else has come in to take her fancy. Yes. Um, Maura likes new boy Tom, who's this model from Manchester or something. Mm-hmm. They got on, but he also likes Elma. I think he likes Elma more than Maura. She's the one that he's like naturally gone for, whereas mm. Maura's kind of the one he was put on the date with. And, yeah, yeah. You know, but Maura's not pleased. Maura is unhappy. The eyes that she shot Elmer in yeah. the, when they were putting their makeup on and she was asked to sort of decide who she fancies more, whether it's Anton or this new bloke. I just think they're both equally the same. <laughs> <laughs> the final thing is Tommy's and Molly May's first kiss <laughs> last night, which is astonishing. <laughs> just talking absolute shite such bollocks complete <laughs> rot Tommy Fury has seen the notebook 17 times and that is what he bases all of his yeah. know, romantic experiences on this is a man whose experiences with women mostly occur in films this yeah. is why he's scared of Mora because he's only seen her character before in like bedazzled starring yeah. Liz Hurley <laughs> and he only knows how to chirps women based off like rom-coms which means he has to deliver like a five minute speech about how they're the best thing in the world before yeah. he's allowed to tash on unless we forget that last week Tommy came out with the immortal line that he would crawl to the moon for Lucy <laughs> and back 
Did, was it back as well? Yeah. That's double the amount of steps. <laughs> but yeah, he said he would do that for Lucy and it's been, what, like a week? Yeah, he's a fake romantic. Take a note out of Maura's book, mate. You can just have a snog and it doesn't have to mean anything. Yeah. It's fine. I think he's a very well-meaning young baby and he's just like wants to yeah. do what he thinks is the right thing. He is literally just a giant baby. A big stacked baby yeah. who doesn't know how to make a sandwich but, is knows, amazing about, a but knows about sheet masks. <laughs> yeah. These are your men. Yeah. <laughs> this is the future liberals wanted yeah. and I hate it. Bits watch. Wow. So we have a new segment within a segment, Bits Watch, which is dedicated to the contestants doing bits. It's, what is it, like day 14, 15? Something, something like, like that. that. And we th- I think Curtis and Amy, there was a reference to the fact that they did something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm not going to say either way what it was, but all I will say is that if you type the words Amy and Finger into Twitter, what you will get is quite stressful. Yeah, it's definitely some hand stuff. Curtis um, said that he was relieved. Don't, man. Like... <laughs> And like, did some eyebrows and like a noise. Why is he like this? <laughs> this man's behaviour is out of control. Yeah, he speaks about lines. sex like someone's it's 40 year old auntie. Yeah. Like, I don't know, some people like this obviously. And to be fair, if he was my friend, I'd be like, I love you. Yeah. But also, it is just completely bizarre the way he talks about it. Moving on, now it's time for us to look into the crystal ball we got from Poundland and make our pretty little predictions. Ooh. What will be the fate of? I'm gonna try and use their uh, their celeb couple names oh, now. Uh, Juicy, Amos, and Mummy. Amos. <laughs> so Joe and Lucy obviously are gonna be split up in mere days. Probably, yeah. Maybe even maybe like, tonight. tonight's episode, because one of them's gonna be dumped from the island as per the public vote. Curtis and Amy are probably going to be fine, aren't they? I wasn't sure for a bit because he seemed to be getting a bit sick of her shit. I think they will probably be all right. I think the only place they might suffer is in public sentiment because I think people are getting bored of them meddling with other people. But as far as the show goes, I think as a couple, they're probably fine. Yeah, agreed. Um, Molly and Tommy, nah. (laughs) Sars, not going to happen. Yeah. They're both too fickle. I think they both fancy people. Like, you remember when Danny came in? This is something we all forgot about mm. when Molly was, like, losing it over Tommy and Maura. When Danny came in, Molly was very much willing to, you know, go on a date if she had to or, like, get to know him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and being like, you know, me and you get on really well, like, when she's talking to him and stuff. I don't think that people remembered that so well. And I do think yeah. one of them could be tempted. I don't really get it. You might see them through the programme, but they're going to break up within a week after they're yeah. out. <laughs> I think they're too different. Whereas, like, with Maura, at least they had the boxing thing in common. I don't know. Like, yeah. They don't really seem to have anything in common other than they both live in Manchester. <laughs> like, I really... Yeah, not sure. <laughs> Will Anna and Maura couple up with the new boys? I think Anna's going to couple up with Jordan. I think so. Um, Maura, I'm not so sure. I think this guy likes Elma, but it depends if she stays in with the public vote. I actually think that the public like Anton more. Yeah, I'm not sure, actually. But I think, yeah, if she stays in, I think that he's probably going to try and couple up with her, at least, especially if Anton's not there. There's nothing really stopping him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Maura could be gone, my sweet princess, (laughs) in for a week of total chaos. Yeah, that would actually be quite iconic. Although what I would love is for them to just keep feeding in men for her to destroy. (laughs) Yeah, that would be my preferred result. Who's going to be dumped from the island? I think that Joe is gone. I think yeah. people do quite like Lucy. Yeah. Because, um, you know, she's harmless and just seems to be getting loads of shit from all sides. Yeah. So maybe when Joe goes, it will save her from that a little bit. I just don't think people like him enough because he isn't very nice to mm. her. 
despite the fact that you know he professes to really like her or whatever he just doesn't want her to be herself no and that's totally. wild yeah and then anton and elmer as we say i'm not really sure i think it might be elmer because i don't think she's really shown enough of herself yet and yeah. that's not her fault maybe the edit's been bad yeah. for her but she doesn't not be like rude or whatever but i don't think she seems to bring much no i wouldn't notice if she wasn't in there yeah and every year there are a few people like that, unfortunately. Also, if Anton, Anton's the only man that can cook, if he leaves, they're all going to starve to death. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Then what? Then where's our programme with no Anton? <laughs> Maybe him and Mora will couple up. No, they won't. <laughs> He'd be dead within a day. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, will Mora explode with sheer sexual want? I mean, almost certainly, right? Her reaction to uh, Amy when she was talking about the bits with Curtis and she was saying, oh, there's no way I'm never going to like have sex with him in here. And she's like, happening. what? <laughs> <laughs> and like genuinely her face, she looks so like flabbergasted about it. The concept of not having sex could it be me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but again, no shadow of a doubt, I stand that. Obviously, if you're going to go on this show, you, like, you probably should be open to that because it might happen and you shouldn't feel ashamed of yourself. So fair play to her. But yeah, I think probably <laughs> soon, if Tom doesn't couple up with her especially... She asked him a really normal question and immediately preceded it by, do you want to sleep in my bed? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I like that when the two new boys also were talking, because they're going to, they have to share a bed together for the time yeah. being. And uh, Tom was like, no funny stuff. And she was like, save that for me. <laughs> it's just she's every like, single thing. It's like she's an innuendo generator like, yeah. in her brain. And it's like 25 years later, but she's the Samantha Jones of the villa. Yeah, I love it. Like everything can be turned into like something about like cuddling yeah i love it <laughs> what about curtis's sex face that do you think horrible. we'll get to see that in action it's so abject i don't I actually see it in yeah. action. i actually hope they don't have sex because i never want to see that again no no it was not good and it was only night vision as well and it was awful <laughs> no thank you <laughs> well that's it from vices love island for today join us next time when we'll know who's been dumped Who'll be safe and who'll be straight on Instagram doing nail vitamin sponcon, pretending they haven't had to ring up work to ask for their job back. We'll have all the answers and more on Friday the 21st of June. Vice Does Love Island is produced by Eva Krisiak and is a Vice UK production. Please subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and if you're enjoying it, please be sure to rate us on iTunes or your preferred podcast provider. See you babes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.